Hello, lovers. You are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 97. Make that money, honey. And you guys, I am so excited to talk to you. I spent a whole episode talking to you about money because if you've been following this journey, if you've been listening to this podcast, which by the way, let's start this out by saying, please go subscribe and please rate and review this podcast. You guys rating and reviewing helps us bump up on whatever algorithm, you know, I don't like that shit, but you know, it's so important because there's new listeners out in the world. This podcast is being downloaded in over 50 countries across the globe. And so when you leave your review, this is helping new listeners all over the globe, find us and rate us, review us, love us, share us all the things. So please be sure to go do that. And I absolutely love that if you screenshot and let me know you're listening, tag me in your story on Instagram, then I'm going to give you a shout out. I'm going to send you a personal thank you for listening in. But I also love hearing quotes that really stick out to you that you're applying into your life as well. So please go do all the things, okay? And now we're about to talk about some money, honey. I want to share my 2019 journey because it has absolutely been so much fun. It's also been an absolute shit show. You guys listened to uh, last Monday's episode, episode 96, The Power, The Importance of Shadow Work. I have faced so much of my shadow this year and especially in the realm of money Money has totally existed in the shadows my whole life. It's um, the relationship that I had to money to begin with was greedy or dirty or selfish, uh, conceited, gluttonous, like, you know, uh, that you're um, what not selfish, but there's another word for it. But I just really didn't have a good relationship to money because I never trusted it to come to me. And that didn't work. And This really began to shift, not just in 2019, but back in September of 2018, I met my guardian angel of a bookkeeper, Michelle, back in September, and I actually traded her eight weeks of coaching for eight weeks of bookkeeping. And while that worked then, I um, have continued to evolve in that, and I shared a post just the other day about no longer trading for services. That is all a result of my work with Michelle and the growth that I've had. And so in her two months of working with me, she literally doubled her client count and also for 2019 is well on her way to her six-figure goal for 2019. And she is just literally rocking it. And in my two months of working with her, I actually created some of my very first official programs, my organized programs, and sold my two biggest packages. And I've really been climbing in confidence and conscience ever since. It's been absolutely amazing. And so this really all kicked off in starting to work with Michelle. And then a really pivotal moment was for picking my like word of my intention for 2019, which the word was flow. Now, I didn't know what this was all going to bring. And I was focused a little bit more on my spiritual and feminine journey than I actually was my financial journey. But this revealed a very important part of the journey itself. And so I picked this word flow and I was all excited and doing my thing. And the journey that has happened with Michelle is that I have shifted from being dead ass scared to even open my banking app 
And then to kind of like, when I started working with her, I just handed it all over like, here, take this. I can't even look at it. And then when she began to kind of educate me about numbers and about, you know, accounts and money management, she was doing all the work. And I just finally began to start looking at it, looking at my money, like counting everything, seeing where everything's at, organizing it. Because then I naturally shifted into handling it. First, I handed it all over to her, but then the more that she taught me, the more I was actually personally willing to take on, and that really shifted a lot of things, and I started to see momentum. I, again, started to sell more packages at higher rates. I began feeling really confident in my business, so I shifted from handling my finances to managing my money. Now, this is very different for those of you who've had this, done this shift in this work, right? is there's a difference between like handling what you got to handle, paying what you got to pay, like moving money where it's got to go to then saying like, okay, I get the natural flow of money. How can I get more to flow to me? (laughs) And so I began managing money and the, the research that I've done in managing money, I'm doing something for the first time today on the Hearts Unleashed podcast episode, and I'm going to review two books that I really want to refer to you if you're in a stage of going from scared as hell about your money to really ready to take control of your financial future and create financial freedom. Because now the shift that I am in is from managing my money to multiplying my money. Now, y'all, this is getting fun over here, and that is why it's worth sharing. And I want to be authentic with you for a moment. I was a bit afraid to record this episode because I know that other people do well at age 30 with their money. (laughs) Or maybe they have all their financial classes, or maybe someone taught them something else. But that did not go that way with me. I love my parents, but they, like, like, not financially illiterate, but like they just weren't, that wasn't their thing. And that wasn't our family's topic of conversation. I didn't learn money management from an early age, nor did I take the time to. I've kind of been pretty financially responsible from like age, I would say like 17, 18. When I started going to college, I did all the FAFSA stuff, all myself and like whatever, whatever. And So I've been on my own doing that for a long time, but that never meant I was doing it right or responsibly. I was kind of just getting by. I did what I had to do. And that has really created a pattern of just doing what I have to do to get by. And, and it's, it's, I'm 30 at this point. And if you like people who do know how to save or had learned how to save and, and manage their money are much more well off or managing their debt or doing different things. And I was ready to be one of those people. And so I started to take responsibility for it. But I'm going to tell you what, people, life hack, don't try this on your own. Don't do this at home, folks. <laughs> well, you can do it at home, but I encourage you to get a professional to help you out. Because it's scary, it's confronting, it's triggering, and I'm telling you this from experience. And I just talked about shadow work and the fact that money did exist in my shadow. So I would, God bless Michelle, and I had a few other specific financial profitability partners. And when I look at these numbers for too long and I start to get triggered for too long, I actually can tell when I've hit my capacity and I like don't want to talk about it anymore or I like 
literally tap out like I need a break. This is like a physical exercise for me is like when you however far you can run and then you like put two more miles on every run, you just know you're tapping out. And that was what was happening with me. And over the course of the year, I have truly increased my stamina and endurance to deal with my money. And so I'm feeling really proud of myself. Here's the thing. The reason I was scared to record this is because out of fear of sounding like naive or like I'm behind or like you're 30, how do you not know this shit? Well, you know what? I didn't and I don't. And now I do, boo. So if you got judgments about it, then you're in the Hearts Unleashed podcast. Just stay tuned. I'll keep unleashing that judgy heart of yours. (laughs) I love you guys. And I hope this is serving you. If you're someone who's scared to look at money, this also can be applied to anywhere else in your life that you're scared to look at, my friend, because that is your shadow. And in that case, I recommend that you go back an episode and listen to episode 96, The Importance of Shadow Work. Okay? Okay. Let's talk about these two books that made such a difference in my life. The first book that I'd like to introduce you is called The Latte Factor by David Bach. Now, I heard about this on an episode of Marie TV where Marie Forleo interviewed David Bach live or, you know, on her show. And the thing that stuck out to me and really encouraged me to buy the book was his statement that it could be read like on a Sunday afternoon. Like it's like an easy, quick read. And it is. I think that that's important to say about this book because it definitely was the selling point for me. I knew that if it was too heady about money, I wasn't going to be able to get through the whole book. But David Bach very specifically wrote this book for people like us, for people who are afraid to handle the money situation, afraid to look at it. And that's actually the way the personality of the main character, Zoe, is afraid to look at her money, like afraid to make big decisions in her life, wishing she could afford more things, you know, considering getting a new job so she could afford more things. And this book is really a lot of valuable life lessons about how we don't have to, you know, be making millions to actually make millions. And so the latte factor is that general concept that if you can effectively redirect $5 a day, then you can be a millionaire in a very simple and easy format and in the long-term fashion. And so I love this book because I would consider it for the financial amateur, but it's for beginners who, again, aren't necessarily well-versed in the financial conversation. And coupled with that is it's actually a narrative. So the main character, Zoe, it's not a book full of like, graph like well actually it has a lot of different graphs but they're they're easy to read and they're not overwhelming it's a very simple and i would say like watered down but it's not it's a powerful book but it makes money easy and it's coupled with a great story zoe the main character you learn to love her really quickly and then she has many mentors throughout the book that really teach us all a bunch of different lessons so i love the way that this is all set up and it also teaches saving and moderation in life, the way that you can save a few bucks here and there, the way that we spend so rapidly and rampantly, and we're not really considering the long game. However, what I've learned in both books that I'm going to refer to you and in applying these lessons is that the momentum of saving and managing money 
creates more momentum in saving and managing money. If you're listening to this, like, Abby, where have you been your whole life? Like, this is all basic information. Again, stay tuned, Judgy McJudgerson. Like, I'm new to this game, and I'm okay admitting that, okay? (laughs) Love you back. I think that so many of us are living in the shadows about our financial struggles and or are feeling financially illiterate or unsupported. And I'm really okay living my heart unleashed to tell you I'm here having these breakthroughs too, boo-boo. So just stay tuned. So the latte factor tells us a lot about saving and a lot about the realities of money. I think there's a lot of myths about money and David Bach does a great job demystifying the fears that we have about money. One of the main lessons of this whole book is not exactly a financial lesson. It's really about quit spending your life wishing you had or thinking that you will and just start today. I think that's a kick-ass lesson because that's the lesson of the Hearts Unleashed podcast is like we're turning dreamers into doers. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Quit wishing and start being who you want to be and do what you want to do, and you will have the life that you want. So I just want to refer this book to you. I want to, if David Bach ever listens to this podcast episode, I would love to acknowledge his care and that he put into this. I listened on that Marie Forleo um, episode the way that this is like, this book has been like 10 years in the making and that he has pitched it every year for so long and it's gotten turned down by his publishers because they're like, eh, nobody will read that. But everybody is reading that. It's already a New York Times bestseller. It's already made a huge difference in the lives of millions of people and it has certainly made a difference in mine. And so, hey, David Bach, thank you for writing The Latte Factor and literally all of your other books. I don't know the names of them by heart right now, but go research David Bach, (laughs) y'all. All right, you guys, the next book coming up here is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I really hope I said that right. It's a big, long name with lots of letters in it. So Mike Michalowicz wrote Profit First. Now, this is another beginner book for that amateur entrepreneur who's really trying to get in the driver's seat about profits, the health of your business, your lifestyle, your financial freedom. And he really does gear it towards an entrepreneur. I think it's a great book to read whether you're an entrepreneur or not. Another comparable concept and book would be Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. And Mike actually refers to Dave Ramsey's process in the end of his book as well if you're looking to apply the concepts to your personal finances as well. Something I want to start by saying is this was not as easy of a read as uh, The Latte Factor, but that was intentional for me at least because I took about a month to read it and to apply all the lessons in the book. The main lesson in the book is to shift the normal profit equation, okay? So normal profit equation is income minus expenses equals profit. That's often what we've learned. Income minus our expenses, then whatever we have left over is our profit. And as many of you beginner entrepreneurs know, that equation does not work out in your favor. Usually you're in the negative, negative profit, And especially in the first two to three to five years of your business, that could be the case. And so you'll never feel like you're getting ahead. It can be very discouraging. And very often that is why businesses never make it past three, five, 
10 years. Okay. So we flip the script. Mike flips the script in this uh, book. And when he explains his personal story about how he went from being a millionaire to being a zero in air, whatever. And so he flips the script and suggests doing income minus profit equals expenses. Okay. I think this is brilliant. And again, I'm saying some of you may already know that. Congrats to you. I am just catching on to this current. Okay. So he suggests creating different bank accounts to, and then he offers brilliant strategies. Here's the power in this book. You guys, you will read your way through the steps and the resistance and habit breaking and the confrontation of doing this system. So Mike really thinks of everything when it comes to how we would potentially react or fail at this program. He gives you different percentages to practice putting into different accounts for your profit accounts, saving for taxes for business time or for tax time. And so it's, it's a very basic concept and a lot of people are already up to it. And it's that old concept of pay yourself first, shave your stuff off the top and then operate on what's left. And this will also very quickly reveal the health of your business. So it's a really great approach. And I bring back Michelle into our story here because I know I was sharing her in the beginning. But when I began shifting from handling money to net then managing my money, I started with profit first model. And it has been so much fun to do because I've really been um, growing in my, like I can actually enjoy dealing with my money. I've been putting money into certain savings accounts. I've been creating emergency funds. I, you know, I've been investing and like, these are all things I've not been interested in before. I've like known that I wanted to be interested in them. Like I would wish for it, but then I would never do the thing that gets me there. And so I've actually been devouring money management books. These are just two of my favorites that I think are great for anybody beginning the steps. And so this one is more of a business book for entrepreneurs. Like, And again, you're at those beginning stages where you haven't learned how to pay yourself and you think that you have to you know, put all the money back into the business because I certainly was doing that. Everything I was making was going right back into my business and I wasn't taking a cut. And that would keep me taking side jobs or I've even had to go back to full-time jobs to keep it going. And that's not how to run an effective business, come to find out. However, it does come to build <laughs> build something and like not be able to give up on it. <laughs> I had a great friend ask me what business advice I would give to somebody starting right now. And it's so funny because I say, well, not the way that I've done it, but I can't say that for real because I absolutely take so much pride in the way that I've built my business. And I think that you have to start somewhere and that everyone's starting from zero, but you may be financially ready to do so. You may not be, you may be um, brave enough to do so. You may not be, but it's really about going for it, then seeking the support structures that are going to have you go for it. And like based on where you are. So of course I'm speaking into what my journey has been. And I also want to bring that concept back in of flow right now, because in the beginning of the year, I chose the word flow and 
it started with flow of intuition, spirituality, femininity, and it evolved into the money mindset work because the more confident I was in myself and my body and my womanhood and my being a CEO, I had to start calling myself a CEO this year. Like I had to, I saw that it was essential in my journey. And so I chose to, that's for sure. Nobody made me do that, but it was like, oh, look at this natural evolution happening. But I had to start calling myself CEO before the gap in my money became more obvious or like my relationship with money because I'm like, CEOs don't have this relationship with money. So I need to switch this relationship with money because I'm definitely staying a CEO. (laughs) I hope you guys are having as much fun as I am on this episode. Please let me know. I really want your feedback. I also, I don't really like want to sound like I beg for feedback, but I literally love hearing from you guys. And I'm giving out these referrals today. I would love to hear if they're beneficial for you or if this is more of some things that you'd like to hear because this is so much fun and I want to make sure that I'm not just like this isn't the Abby show this is hearts unleashed this is for you to actually take into your life okay of course I love talking about me and of course this is a one-sided conversation but I want to make sure that you are feeling served that you're picking stuff up that you're picking up these books and so to kind of wrap up about um Profit First, this book truly had me falling in love with managing my money, saving it, um, creating momentum in that direction. And so it's really, really powerful because you can truly be paying yourself and dispersing your money within your company before sending payments out. Now, this Also, he talks you kindly and gently through minimizing your expenses, downsizing if necessary, trimming the fat off your business, taking responsibility for the course of your business. And so it's a business book that's going to help you. It's a financial book that's going to help you. It's a funny book. He's sarcastic. He drops some F-bombs like he makes certain jokes and it's just a fun one to read. And it's also a fun one to read in a group or like with a partner because it does require a lot of accountability to hold up your end of the deal of saving money and dispersing it properly and then not funneling it back into your expenses account. All right, so this is a good one. Highly recommended. Together, these two books have absolutely launched my year. And so back to that conversation about flow is one Thing that I really started to practice on purpose when I started to practice my money shifts was being very kind to myself. Because when we have debt or when we owe certain things or we have too many bills or we don't feel like we have enough money to cover the bills, like whatever your feeling is, or like for me feeling financially illiterate or numbers being too much for me to look at and making me nauseous, blah, blah, blah. All of that stuff was stressful. The whole experience of money was stressful. And I was able to admit back in February, I specifically joined a mastermind group, which Shannon De Palma, she's amazing. And she's actually opening her um, mastermind reformation again in the fall. So if you want to go check her out, please do that. But I joined that because I remember her talking about if you want to be okay with making $30,000 a month, if you want to talk to other people about your desire to make more money, then join this program. And that was really important to me at the time. And it still is because I'm growing in that. 
But I joined that program and I started talking to other women about wanting to be a millionaire and saying that and being the CEO and growing that feeling and not feeling dirty or selfish or conceited about it. And that just truly unlocked my willingness to accept my greatness, accept my expertise, raise my prices, create new programs. And my whole business has been exploding since. And so it's amazing. And yes, this is a testimonial (laughs) right now, I'm realizing. So go sign up for Reformation with uh, Shannon. And then the other program that I joined was Sonia Highfield's Wealth Divine. And I spent eight weeks in her program. And we, again, it was much more intuitive. We were doing meditations around money. We were um, still growing our conversation around money. And it's been so beautiful because this is where I've practiced being kind to myself, not feeling guilty about debt or not feeling selfish for wanting more, not feeling selfish for raising my prices uh, or not being willing to trade my services anymore, really putting a period at the end of the sentence and doing business flat, paying people and getting paid and being okay with getting paid. It has been so much fun and All of these different things have been inside of this concept of flow. I have dropped the force. Whenever I feel like I'm forcing something, I let go of my grip on control. And I ask myself, what do I really want to do right now? What would I love to do right now? What would make me so happy? What would lighten this up? What would bring me joy? What would get me back into my essence and my being? And that's where I take my inspired actions from. What has evolved out of this growth is my own program, the Unleashed program, in which I actually walk clients through the eight pillars of empowerment that I believe are absolutely essential to put on the foundation of your life. And so I'm going over the different things that it requires to really create an empowered life and step into flow. And I'm launching my own Unleashed program or not my own, I was talking about Shannon's Reformation and Sonia's Wealth Divine, and they're both amazing coaches, and I highly recommend them if you're interested in those breakthroughs or going to research that. And I'm also unleashing my Unleashed Masterclass course. It's starting on September 20th, and I'm looking for eight really brave individuals to join that program. And if you're someone who's already been doing the self-development work, this is actually a self mastery program. This is a hybrid program where you're going to get a digital course with eight different modules about the pillars of empowerment. You're going to get eight weekly mastermind calls with the group that's going through the program together. You're going to get three one-on-one calls with me over the course of the program. You're also going to get the eight pillars of empowerment guide. You'll get exclusive Voxer access with me. And so this is an amazing program to just absolutely knock down every wall, everything that's in your way from you living your best life. And so if this is something that sounds inspiring to you, please reach out to me. You can reach me directly through social media. You can head over to abigailgazda.com. And something that I have exclusively for the um, checking out at abigailgazda.com is my 10% off discount code UNLEASH10. And so you can get 10% off of joining your Unleashed program here starting September 20th. 
I am so excited to have you. If it's something that you're considering and you're not exactly sure if it's for you, then just reach out and you can book a 20-minute discovery call with me and let me know where you're at, what you're dealing with, and what you're creating in your life. Because here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, in the Unleashed Masterclass, at Hearts Unleashed in general, that is what we are doing. We are turning dreamers into doers, and it is time for you to live unleashed. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 